Hi, this is Pastor Jeff coming to you this Holy Week 2023 with another devotional. I'm going to return to Luke's Gospel, chapter 22, read verses 39 through 46, and then make some reflective comments that I hope you'll be encouraged by. This passage is coming on the heels of the Passover in the upper room and the initiation of the Lord's Supper. It was a joyous occasion. Jesus had said he earnestly desired to partake of this meal because he wouldn't partake of it again uh, until a later time when he came again. So we'll pick up with Luke that says here, And he came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives. And the disciples followed him, and when he came to the place... He said to them, pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And there appeared to him an angel from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat became like great drops of blood, falling down to the ground. And when he rose from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping for sorrow. And he said to them, Why are you sleeping? Rise and pray that you may not enter into temptation. Many Christians face death. And we too someday will face death as well. And many that we know face it fearlessly. Why in this passage do we get a sense that Jesus is fearful of death? Martin Luther, in his reflections of this passage, says, No man feared death like this man. And I believe he's right. The question becomes, why fear death? Why Jesus, the very God-man? He prays, Father, remove this cup from me. Going to the Father was his way of saying, you're omniscient, you're omnipotent. If anyone can, if you're willing, you can remove this from me. And his reasoning for wanting it removed is he is the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. Sin itself and its judgment would be repulsive to him. He is in agony. He is in need, but he goes to the Father. So why fear? It's not death in and of itself as much as it is the content that's in the cup that will bring about his death. Those contents are reflected in Jeremiah's prophecy in Jeremiah 25, where he says this, Thus the Lord, the God of Israel, said to me, Take from my hand this cup of the wine of wrath, and make all the nations to whom I send you drink it, And they shall drink and stagger and be crazed because of the sword that I am sending among them. So I took the cup from the Lord's hands and made all the nations to whom the Lord sent me drink it. Jerusalem and the cities of Judea, the kings and officials, to make them a desolation and a waste, a hissing and a curse. Jesus at this moment in Gethsemane this physical agony that he has, this desire to have the cup removed is because he knows the contents therein. He sees with clarity at this moment that he will become the object of the people's hissing. 
that he will become the one under a curse, our curse, that he will stagger, as Jeremiah says, under the load of sin. He will experience desolation, alienation, separation from God the Father. If we are going to be saved, Jesus knows that this is required. Therefore, he says, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Jesus knows that he must take the death that was meant for us, the wages of sin. He knows that he must be God's just judgment and receive it. That he who knew no sin must become sin that we might become the righteousness of God. He must absorb the wrath of God. And he does it all out of love for us. The scriptures say that no greater love is demonstrated than one lay down his life for a friend. And Jesus calls us friends. Well, may we understand this love that Jesus has for us, the plan of God, even the contemplation of the cup that he is about to drink, knowing that he sees past the torment that he will take and sees us as his righteousness. May we join Paul, the apostle from Ephesians, and pray that we would have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you and I may be able to be filled with the fullness of God this Easter season. I hope this is an encouragement to you that it's something you can contemplate today and throughout the rest of the season. God bless you this Easter.